What? Everybody, it's the Yellow Man No Motherfucking Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. Thank you for being here, dogs. It is uh, Monday, August 2nd. This is the Elemental Podcast. If you're new to this shit, this is just shit. Uh, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. Who the fuck am I? I don't know. I did comedy f- for 16 years, and now I deliver ice cream. <laughs> and I play a quick clip from a video that has over 1 billion views. Jesus Christ. I'm happy if I can get 100 views. This has 1 billion views. Oh, my God. So that's it. I caught you up. That's the podcast. It's it's me. I talk about me. I talk about dumb shit. Uh, I swear a whole lot. I'm occasionally funny, maybe, depending upon the person that you talk to. Some people go, he's never fucking funny. And other people go, like, ah, he's the funniest fucker of all time. I was, don't mean to brag, I was voted funniest person in Grand Rapids twice. Two years in a fucking row. Didn't even try. I don't ask people to vote for me. I never did. I don't, because I don't really care. Because you know what it means? Not a fucking thing. Did I get anything from coming in first? No. It wasn't until the year that I came in like second that they actually like gave out certificates. Review Magazine, that inter- monthly entertainment rag here in Greater Grand Rapids, would do these contests for what's the best Indian restaurant? What's the best hot dog? What's your favorite radio station? And Two years in a row, I came in first and didn't get shit. And uh, a couple years, I came in second. And one year, I got a certificate saying, hey, you came in second. And does it mean anything? No. None of it means shit, ultimately. Like, even, even like the big things don't mean a fucking ton. You go on America's Got Talent, Right? No comic has won. You've had a ventriloquist win. I'm not going to call a ventriloquist a comedian, though. A couple of comedians have come in, like, I don't know, top three. I think I know my buddy Tom Cotter came in second. Uh, my buddy Ryan Niemiller, I think he was in the top five. This guy Sam Combro, he came in whatever. And do you know any of those guys? I, You'd have to be pretty invested in comedy or fairly invested in that show. And I'm not going to lie. I hate that fucking show. I hate reality shows, first off. And then that's a variety show. And I will tell you, a comedian is never going to win a variety show. It's going to be singers. Singers will win it. It's It's just how America works. That's why they have all those dumb singing shows. Right? You got fucking... uh. American Idol and, and The Voice, and uh, I know there's a couple others. Hell, even there's The Masked Singer. So it all comes down to singing. Name me 
three shows about stand-up comedy that are on the air right now. I don't even think there's one. So singing is in, comedy is out. I should have been a fucking singer. I was, don't mean to brag in front of all of you, everybody. I was all county choir eighth grade. Pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. Ah, boy. Oh, God. Hey, it is the 2nd of August. If you haven't thought about it, consider subscribing to the Patreon. The Patreon is just $5 a month, and it is this horse shit, just more of it. The freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. The Patreon is every other day. I don't think I know of a Patreon that does it more than I do. That A Patreon that gives you five episodes a week. Do you? Do you guys know of any? Let me know if I'm wrong. I mean, maybe there are some others, but I, I'm highly doubtful. I think a lot of people are just doing a Patreon once a week or whatever, and they're charging five bucks. I don't feel that's right. I don't fucking feel that's right. I feel like I need to fucking do shit for you guys. Give you five episodes, or try to. Every once in a while, I'll take a day off, but I try to fucking give you five a week. And every once in a while, I give out free shit, and I am giving out free shit currently. So, uh, Patreon subscribers, if you listen to to the Saturday episode or yesterday's episode, uh, you know what to do. I've already had a couple people uh, take advantage, ask me for the shit, and I'm going to send them the shit, and then they get the shit. Sadly, it's, it's geared more for people who live in the Grand Rapids area and the West Michigan area. If you live out of state or whatever, you're probably going to be like, fuck you, Stu. You fucking cocksucker. And uh, to that, I will agree with you. Yes, I'm a fucking cocksucker. I can't do something for everybody. But if you if you do live out of state and you are a Patreon subscriber, you know what you need to do. I've already mentioned it on the, on the Patreon, so there we go. It's an incentive, everybody. It's worth your five fucking dollars. I shit on people. <laughs> mostly myself. Mostly my job. I'm not a fan of myself. And I'm not a fan of a lot of, a lot of the people in my job. So there we go. I was told today... Someone said that I have a very nice voice. I hear that I hear that a lot from people. I don't hear that a lot from me. I am a, I am not a fan of my own voice and I think that's the majority of the people are that way. but I I consistently hear that I have a voice for radio. I don't know if I do or not. I always thought it would have been nice to have been on the radio. I always enjoyed when I was on the radio when I co-hosted some shows and sat in with some stuff and I was a guest. I mean, that was always fun for me as a comedian. When you're on the road, every once in a while you got to do some promotion. So you got to go do television or radio or whatever. And I know a lot of guys hated it. They hated having to get up early to go do it. I always saw it as this is just part of the job of going and you're promoting the show, you're promoting yourself, you're promoting the club. And when you do that, it looks better to the club. Like, hey, this guy's a team player. This guy's going to do what he needs to do to make sure there are fannies in the seats. And yeah, you want to say, hey, I was able to sell out every show. And a good portion of that is attributed to the media, the television media, the radio media, whatever else. You know, if someone wants to interview for the local paper or whatever. 
the local monthly entertainment rag. You go and you do it. You go and you do it because you need to do it. There's a lot of shit in your job that you don't like to do. Like, currently in my job, delivering dipping Dot ice cream, I deal with a lot of fucking carnies, a lot of dumb people, a lot of fucking con men. People that you fucking wouldn't want to have watch your children. People that you wouldn't want to fucking have take care of you if you were fucking drunk. People like that. I don't like dealing with them. I don't like dealing with dumb people. I think all of us can say we don't like dealing with dumb people. I am uh, I am not dumb in many ways. I was told that I need to get a sponsor for my pee breaks. And I do. Everybody starting today, I now have a sponsor for my pee breaks. And I got a pee right now. Oh, my God. Here it goes. Oh, God. Uh, this pee break is brought to you by another episode podcast. They are now the sponsors of my pee breaks. And it is fantastic. Another episode podcast. It's a podcast brought to you by my buddy Matt Harper and his uh, co-host Mandy Elaine. Those two, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. These are movies that are 20 to 30 years old so none of them should be movies that you haven't seen or you've at least heard of them Um, I'd be pretty amazed if they did a movie that you hadn't seen or heard of probably the only one would have been The Cube that I actually was co-host for a couple weeks ago that is a, a very strange movie I would encourage you to go listen to that podcast I don't know what number it was, but it was, I don't know, two weeks ago, I believe. So every Wednesday, they drop new episodes. Uh, This coming Wednesday, fuck, it's a Damon Wayans movie. I'm blanking on the name. Bob Fredericks is a special guest. So, uh, But just go find it on your favorite podcast platform. Follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Another episode podcast. Now the official sponsor of Stu's Pea Breaks. I get paid for that shit. (laughs) That might be news to Matt Harper, but I am now getting paid to take a piss. (laughs) Is there any other podcast out there where someone's getting paid to take a piss? There probably is, but it's probably some weird kinky shit. (laughs) I'm just pissing into a toilet and not on somebody. (laughs) What do you think that would be called? You're in trouble? (laughs) But anyway, go listen to their podcast. It's always, I have a lot of fun. It it actually is a podcast that I do listen to. Uh, This past weekend, I talked about this on the Patreon, but this past weekend, I had a post on my Facebook page where I asked people to give me suggestions for podcasts. And I said, I will listen to one episode of the podcast you recommend, and then I will tell you what it was like. And to be perfectly honest, the majority of the podcasts that people recommended, I probably will never listen to again. Um, it's not that I didn't find them 
interesting. I mean, well, I take that back. It is that I didn't find them interesting. <laughs> Too many podcasts today are so similar. Here's the formula for podcasts, everybody. You get three fucking nerds just riffing. And there you go. That's the podcast. They just change their subject matter, whether it's pop culture, movies, crime, whatever. I kept, I kept getting recommended all of these podcasts where that's what it was. It was just three dudes, sometimes just two dudes, and they would be riffing on shit. And um, a good portion of the time, I didn't find it very funny. Um, I didn't find it very entertaining. Some, some, of, the, some of the stuff was, very, was too nerdy for me. It was too on point, too in-depth. And I just, I'm like, oh, God, I, I can't listen to these fucking idiots again. And at times I couldn't really tell who was who and what was what. The ones that I found the most interesting were kind of like the informational ones, the news ones. Like there was one, oh, fuck, where the fuck is my phone? Um, that a guy recommended to me. That was uh, it was a story based upon this photographer that had taken pictures of um, a marine who uh, passed away in uh, Afghanistan, and so it was about her trying to get a hold of family members of the deceased and so that they could uh, get get permission to like publish these pictures. And so it was the photographer, this woman communicating with the father and the family of the deceased. And the name of the podcast is called Radio Lab. And uh, I enjoyed that. It was, I mean, it was a heavy subject matter. There was no fucking humor. Nobody is cracking dumb fucking jokes. There was no stupid riffing. I, I'm not going to lie, everybody. I don't want to hear fucking assholes riff. Every podcast is riffing. You and I, whoever you are listening, can get together and then we can just start riffing and be no worse than these fuck faces who, for whatever reason, have thousands of listeners. I, I keep getting fucking stumped as to how these idiots have so many fucking followers and listeners. I'm like, what the fuck? How does how does this happen? I uh, I was recommended some fucking crime podcasts. I'm like, oh god. I uh, I did. I listened to the majority of them. And when they just start cracking jokes and shit about stuff, I just, I tune out. I'm like, fuck off. So finally, uh, this guy, he recommended a, a crime podcast. That I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, another fucking one. Um, but this one, it's called True Crime All the Time. It's just fucking dudes telling you, here's the story. Here's the history. There's no fucking assholes cracking wise in the background i'm like finally fuck i can appreciate this i appreciate this shit thank you for fucking telling me this and um i i've said it before i do feel like if you listen to a lot of these crime podcasts these murder podcasts these 
rape and pillage and people are getting beheaded or eaten or whatever it i think it it fucks with your brain it did with me i was listening to those things on a, a daily basis and i'm like ah fuck this is just shit i i wasn't feeling good about stuff now maybe that just tells you stuff about me or maybe it tells me stuff about you i don't, I don't know but i couldn't fucking take it so uh so there we go but I do recommend another episode podcast that is a podcast that I do listen to every Wednesday. And uh, it is probably my uh, fourth favorite podcast. Make it your fourth favorite podcast. This one should be your third. That one should be your fourth. So today was an interesting day at work. You're like, Stu, every day is interesting for you. I'm like, yeah, I know. I deliver ice cream for fuck's sake. How could it not be interesting? But it started with... Uh, me getting into work and then having to wait on my coworker show up because I whatever I was going to do today was based upon whatever my coworker decided he wanted to do. I'm like that's a dumb fucking way to do things. I just I tell my boss, "You tell me what you want me to do and I will go do it." And that's how it should be with the other fucking guys. You tell them to go do whatever and they should go, "Yes sir, yes sir, you got it sir." And that's how it fucking goes. But this other cocksucker, he comes in, like my boss told me to come in at 7. This other cocksucker, he rolls in about, I don't know, 7.30, whatever, a little later. And he's like, okay, you want to do this or that? And in my brain, because this cocksucker also goes, he always wants more hours. I need to work more. I need to work more. So there were two options that were presented. And the one option was five hours, tops, tops. And then the other one was 10 plus hours. So I figured he'd choose that one. And you know what? He did not. He didn't choose that one. He chose the fucking other one because it fits. It fits for him because he's a dude who doesn't want to work. He doesn't. He does not want to work. But he will say all the time that he wants more. I need more hours. I need more. I need to work more. I'll work more. I'll do whatever. Go do this. Nah, I'm not going to do that. So I knew it was going to be a long day. So I actually got in the van. I came home and I got my dogs and I took the dogs with me today. I, if I know I'm going to do a 10 plus hour day, which I knew today was, I will, I'm going to take the dogs. The boss doesn't care. The dogs handle it well. Sadie Dog loves fucking keeping her head out the window. I got two dogs for those who are new. Sadie and Wean Dog. Hug your Wean. Sadie is poop mouth for those who don't know. Because she likes eating poop. She's poop mouth. So I took him and we went. And here's the thing too, everybody. We don't have a full load of product. Currently, we only have five flavors of Dippin' Dots. Two flavors. They have stopped making. Two of the more popular ones. It's dumb as shit. Dippin' Dots is dumb as shit. It's made in Paducah, Kentucky. It's run by fucking hillbillies. The CEO is under investigation for revenge porn. Fucking idiots. They've had... Two explosions at the factory in two years. Idiots. Hillbillies. Meth addicts. Uh, moonshine drinkers. Dummies. That's what I'm saying. So we don't have all of the stuff. I, I had like three cases of cotton candy and maybe like 10 cases of uh, 
cookies and cream, two of the more popular ones. Shit ton of uh, uh, chocolate, shit ton of rainbow, and a little bit of banana. So I told my boss, I said, once I run out of the cookies and cream, I'm just headed back because it doesn't make sense for me to go to these places where I have two of the worst flavors and then just a rainbow. And he agreed. He got it. He's like, yeah, we shouldn't. And we're not getting a shipment of ice cream in until fucking Wednesday. These hillbillies in Kentucky, I don't know if it's an ingredient issue. I don't know if it's a staffing issue. I don't know what the fuck it is. They've been unable to keep up with production, which is shitty because this is the time of year that people eat fucking ice cream. They buy it in fucking June, July, August. So we still got another month yet, and they're fucking dicking around. So I get as far as I can, which to be perfectly honest, was only like a third of the fucking route. And there is a, there is a lot. My boss, he just keeps texting me. All these places want dots. I'm like, we don't have anything to fucking give them. There's nothing to fucking give them. What do you want? We can't do it. Why stop texting me this shit, please? Thank you. I think it's just because my boss likes bitching to somebody and he knows he can bitch to me. Cause he knows I won't tell anyone except on this podcast <laughs> that's listened to by literally sixes of people. Sixes, everybody. Do you have a podcast that has six people listening to it? Probably. Do you brag about it like I do? Probably not. <laughs> so I head back. I got to, well, I don't have to, but I tell my boss, I will go pick up this freezer. There's a uh, hardware store in this town called Canadian Lakes. Have you ever heard of it? You shouldn't have. But for whatever reason, this hardware store was selling Dippin' Dots, which I don't get. And apparently the guy who owned it was mad because there's a grocery store like, I don't know, a quarter of a mile down the road that also was selling Dippin' Dots. And he's got, he got mad that we put a freezer in there to sell Dippin' Dots. And, and I always think to myself, how dumb are you? How dumb are you? Nobody is coming to your hardware store to buy Dippin' Dots. It's, they're in there for whatever else. They're buying a new hammer. They're getting a two-by-four. They're getting a fucking axe. Oh, you sell Dippin' Dots? Great. I will fucking eat Dippin' Dots as I'm hacking the shit out of someone with this new axe I purchased from you. Thank you very much. Nobody's going, oh, man, I would buy Dots from you, but it's down the street at the grocery store. These guys are dumb as shit. It's, they're in there for whatever else, and this is an impulse purchase. Do you get mad that the fucking grocery store is selling candy bars or soda or whatever else? I mean, it's just, what? What are you, dumb? Yeah, you're dumb. You're dumb as fuck. You're dumb as fuck. So I had to pick this thing up, and this thing was one of the cube freezers. It's just huge as fuck. It's heavy as fuck. It's inconvenient. Uh, and I just think about it all the time, like the old man who uh, works. There's no way he'd been able to pick this thing up. He's just too small. And then the two young guys that I work with, they could do it, but they're uh, what's known as too lazy. <laughs> do any of you guys know my coworkers? That would be fucking awesome if you did. Please tell my coworkers they're shit. They know it. Uh, 
So I get home today and I got a package. A friend of mine, I told her this weekend, she's a huge Bills fan. She's someone I've known since elementary school, huge Bills fan. And uh, she still lives in Buffalo. She actually went to the uh, Bills practice on Saturday at the stadium. And she had a picture of it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm actually, I bought tickets to see the Bills play the Lions in Detroit this year. And she's like, oh, I'm going to send you some shirts. And she, the shirt she bought me showed up today. How fucking weird is that? So I got this very cool shirt from her, and apparently she bought another one for me too, which is sweet. I had a buddy attempt to send me some shirts, um, and they ne never got here. It says they got delivered, but they never got here. And the problem was, I don't know if he did it. I don't know if the, the company did it, but it, it, the number to my house is uh, 1534. And somehow it got sent to 1535. And I'm like, I don't know, is there even a 1535? And there is, and it's the house directly across the street is 1535. And unfortunately, it is two apartments. And uh, that's where it got dropped off too. But he used a dumb name on it. It was like Stool Macalacaster or something. And uh, so I got sent over there, and we just figured out, like, this weekend that that's where it went. So I, I uh, went over there to, to kind of go, hey, uh, back on June 18th, apparently a package was delivered to your place for Stool Macalacaster. Did you guys keep it? Because uh, I never got it, and apparently it never got returned. Which of you fuckers are wearing my wrestling t-shirts? Because that's what my buddy bought me. He bought me... To a regular shirt and a tank top, and both of them say something like "wrestling is real to me" or whatever. With a guy smashed through a table, very reminiscent reminiscent of a uh, Buffalo Bills mafia, Bills mafia smashing all the tables. Uh, but nobody was home, so I, I left a note on the door. I don't think anyone will get back to me. But the problem too is like because it got delivered. Um, I was like, well, what is what what can I do? What can I do, motherfuckers? It's that uh, six dollar T-shirts. I don't know. Have you ever bought a T-shirt from any of them? Uh, I got the message back, and they go, well, unfortunately, the order has already been marked as delivered to the address provided at checkout, and has not has not returned to our facility as of today. We recommend checking the address provided. If they do not have the package there, we can start an investigation with the carrier and send out a replacement to the address of your choice once completed. If the package is sent back to us, we can have it reshipped to a different address free of any additional costs at this time. If the package is not sent back and you would like us to declare the order as a man while completely remaking and reshipping this order, we will require a reshipping fee of twelve seventy one. So it just kind of sucks. I, I, I guess my buddy accidentally put in the wrong number. Or I don't know. May, I, it's hard for me to believe that I sent him the wrong number, but I, maybe I my finger was too fat and I hit a five instead of a four. It just kind it just kind of sucks. This day and age of COVID and everything, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I should be getting an order, and you didn't get a fucking order. So, ah, uh, I don't really know those neighbors across the street either. I really don't know any of my neighbors, to be perfectly honest. So, we will see what we can do. We will see what we can do. 
going to go to a Whitecaps game on Saturday. I haven't been to a Whitecaps game in a couple of years, which is weird because that's technically who I work for. I don't technically work for Dippin' Dots. I work for the Whitecaps. So I'm going to go on Saturday, and apparently Saturday, Saturday is the day that they uh, changed their name. The last couple of years, they've been doing this one-day name change thing. And, uh, and I know it's totally sell new merch. They call themselves the Bonghammers because Grand Rapids is Beer City, USA. And in the casket, like the little like plug uh, that they use to, to fucking close up the casket is called a bong. There's the bong hole and the, the stopper is the bong. And then they have a hammer that you use to smash it in. And that's the bong hammer. And so they think it's very clever to call themselves the bong hammers. And so they sell like hats and jerseys and shirts and all sorts of shit. It's just kind of funny. So I'll be going to that. I may not podcast on Saturday. We'll see how it works out. So that's a Patreon. For those of you keeping track at home, Stu says he does a Patreon every fucking day, but then he just said he won't on Saturdays. Come on. Come on, everybody. Some some days I just I need a little breather. I need a little bit of a break. And uh, that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get a little bit of a break. A little bit of a break. Uh, someone who doesn't need a break is this lady who just recently got admitted into the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Her name is Samantha Ramsdale. I don't know Samantha. I know a Denise Ramsdale. She is a uh, comedian. Denise is a comedian from Chicago who I like a whole lot. I don't know if Samantha and Denise are related. It's possible. But Samantha just recently got herself into the Guinness Book of World Records for having what, Stu? What did she do? Did she do something weird? No. Is she, does she run super fast? No. What is it, Stu? Well, she is in the Guinness Book of World Record for having the largest mouth gape of a female. <laughs> You're like, Stu, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, I'm not even really sure, but uh, looking at this picture of her, she does have a huge fucking mouth. Uh, it's actually, it's pretty creepy. She looks like a fucking fish with her mouth. It's fucking monstrous, like a big mouth bass. Her mouth is capable of holding an extra large order of McDonald's fries. It measures 6.52 centimeters or about two, five, two and a half inches wide. Crazy. I never thought it would be possible to be this famous off my mouth, but it's incredible. The 31-year-old has amassed 1.7 million followers on TikTok after posting videos of stuffing three donuts in her mouth at one time. I, um, I mean, good for her. It bothers me at the same time, too, this woman who is famous only because she has a big mouth. It's kind of one of the, she's just like a freak in a circus at this point. Uh, she claimed the Guinness title after visiting a dentist with an official adjudicator present. 
You know, getting a Guinness World of Records title is finally being able to show some of the bullies or people who doubted me or tormented me that, hey, I have a big mouth, but at least I have the biggest one in the world. Yeah, I don't think any of the bullies are like, oh, fuck, this chick with the big mouth, she's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Boy, she showed us. It's just weird. It's a thing that makes you special and different from everyone else walking around, she said. And, uh, yeah, good for you. Now keep uh, acting like a goddamn fucking freak at the circus and shoving uh, donuts in your mouth, you big fucking weirdo. It is a huge fucking mouth, though. She looks like, goddamn, there's a comedian who's got a real fucking huge mouth. I forget what her fucking name is. Huh. I wonder, like... Do you think it's because she's got extra teeth or her tongue is just bigger? Or what do you think it fucking is? Like, if you're a dude and you're like, hey, can you blow me? She's like, yeah, but your penis is so small. <laughs> it's the, it, uh, I, it doesn't, it's like a little fucking french fry in my mouth. What are you talking about? I got the world's hugest mouth. Do you want a girl with the world's hugest mouth sucking on your cock? No. You want the girl with the, world's smallest mouth sucking on your cock is then you're like ah oh, yeah my cock's so fucking huge you can barely fit it in your mouth yeah but see that's how guys think that's how guys think that's why i 100 percent believe all the women in porn are just fucking small women they're all like five foot two uh they weigh like 110 pounds and it's to make guys with like average dicks look fucking huge that's what it is. Those dudes in porn, they don't have huge cocks. The girls are just extra tiny. That's what it is. Whatever. It's kind of weird. Any of you guys got any weird fucking deformities about you? I always thought I had a pretty big mouth. In college, all my buddies thought I had a huge tongue. So I stuck my tongue out a la Gene Simmons from Kiss. Now, it's not quite like his, but... It's pretty fucking long. And they're like, oh my God, all the ladies got to love you for that. And I'm like, I don't, what do I fucking know? I didn't fu- I, I'm not going to lie to you folks. I didn't really start having anything to do with ladies until fucking, uh, I had a girlfriend sophomore year of college. But fuck me, man. I, it wasn't like due to lack of trying. I just, I sucked, I guess. I didn't really have like a, a legitimate girlfriend until I was like 23. That's old. I know that's old. That's old. I was a late bloomer. What are you going to do? You ain't going to do nothing. This guy is a cocksucker. Um, and I don't know anything about this dude. Maybe you guys know something about this guy. I know I played a fucking kind of, I don't know. Was it, would you have considered the song I played up front a rap song? Turned down for what? Is that a rap song? Is that a pop song? The fuck is that? But this guy's a rapper and he's in all sorts of trouble for being a dumbass. His name is Da Baby. And I think if you have if you're known as Da Baby, you probably are the dummy as well. But apparently recently at a performance in Miami, he made disparaging comments about who? Gay men and HIV. Now, for whatever reason in the African American community, apparently 
it's incredibly taboo to be gay, and uh, you, you'll fucking get raked over the coals and whatever this or that. So apparently this guy, the baby, is living probably about 30 years ago where it's okay to fucking make gay jokes and okay to make AIDS jokes and HIV jokes. Um, so he did this at a music festival in Miami recently, and he uh, was just getting hammered. He was getting d destroyed by a whole bunch of magicians elton john who's gay himself not surprising quest love who's kind of like a rap hip-hop artist r&b artist that everybody knows so like what the fuck's going on with you the baby so um unfortunately though for the baby he doesn't seem to realize that you can't fucking be the dummy and get away with things without there being consequences so he is losing shit. He, he lost his spot on, in the Lollapalooza tour. And uh, he's losing spots at other concerts. And uh, I think now that it's like hurting him in the pocketbook, I think that's ultimately when people start listening or people start making changes uh, where they're like, oh, fuck, you mean I can't say this shit? And so baby writes, I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV AIDS, and I know education on this is important. Now, I feel like that was not written by a person named baby. I think that was written by the lawyer. Uh, just trying to prevent him from losing more and more things. And he doesn't feel this way. He's not fucking sorry. He's sorry that he's losing gigs. He's not sorry for what he said. The baby continues. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even had the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who's had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance, has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed, and it was received. Uh, it seems weird to me. Um, th th this is just me, and maybe I shouldn't make these assumptions. Uh, as I said, like gay jokes were prevalent in like the early 80s and 90s. Um, pro probably hasn't been accepted terribly well for the last 20 plus years. Now, I don't know how old the baby is. I'm, let me go to, let me let me look up the baby real quick here. The baby. I bet she's like not even 35. Uh, he's 29. 29-year-olds, 29 I don't care where the fuck you came from, should know you fucking shouldn't say homophobic slurs and make jokes about AIDS or whatever. It's just dumb. You're a dumb piece of shit. You prefer to be a dumb piece of shit. You continue to be a dumb piece of shit. But, oh, I'm losing money now. Oh, I guess I can't be a dumb piece of shit, at least publicly. He will continue to be a dumb piece of shit, everybody. Trust me, he will. The baby is the dummy. I just wish in these things they would tell you what he said, too. He just, you know, he, he made these comments. I'm like, he, what did he say? 
he said it on stage or did he say it in an interview or what? I want to know this shit. That, to me, that's more important than his fucking fake apology. He's one of these dudes, too. He's, this picture here is him. He's on stage. He's not wearing a shirt. He's relatively cut. But let's be perfectly honest. If you're 30 years of age, you should be relatively cut. And he's just got tattoos all over his body. I don't understand that at all. It's all like scripture and shit or whatever. I'm like, whatever. And then he's got all this jewelry on. And all that stuff comes across as stupid to me. But you know, whatever. He's not talking to me. He ain't talking to me. He ain't talking to me. You talking to me? He ain't talking to me. People, you know who else is dumb? Two people uh, did something that should never be done. I'm assuming they just have disposable income or uh, whatever. They Or they just don't give a shit. Two people have placed very large bets. Because you can do things like this right now. They've placed very large bets on a team to win the Super Bowl. And the team that they have picked to win the Super Bowl that they placed a lot of money on is... Get out of here, Larry. Larry, go. Is the Detroit Lions. They have picked the Detroit Lions to win the Super Bowl. And when they say large, these this is larger than ever, I would bet. But I wouldn't call it large. One made the bet for $500. And the other one made the bet for $1,000. The Lions have a, a 250 to 1 odds of winning the Super Bowl. So if for the $500 person, if they win, if the, Super, if the Lions win the Super Bowl, they'll get $125,000. That is not happening, though. That person just lost $500. Now, the other one was for the Lions to win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl at 100 to 1 odds. So if they uh, win that, they'll get $100,000. But they are they are not even getting into the NFC Championship game. They're not fucking... They're not going to the playoffs, everybody. Let's... Can I be perfectly honest with you? They're not going to uh, the playoffs. They're not going to do a damn thing. They got um, the new guy, Jared Goff, as the quarterback... They got a new coach, Dave Campbell, who I personally don't think he's going to be a good coach. I know a lot of people are very excited about him because he was a, a football player himself, and he's very much like rah-rah, players first, we're, we're going to fucking blow everybody's knees out, shit like that. He's talking kind of like a meathead would who's now turned into a coach. I don't think that translates well into good coaching. That's just me. Hopefully I'm wrong. I'd like to see the Lions do well. They haven't done shit forever. It would be nice to see them do well. But uh, I currently am not seeing that happening. Uh, I'll get a closer look at it when I go to the fucking Bills-Lions game on a Friday the 14th, I think is what it is. So we will see, everybody. We will see. But uh, I'm going to end it there, everybody. I'm going to end it on there on that. Maybe somebody's going to win a lot of money. I I wouldn't bet on that person winning a lot of money. I'd bet them on losing a lot of money. I'd bet them on losing five hundred or one thousand uh, dollars. This piss though, two pisses in one podcast. Yes, everybody. This piss is brought to you by.
Another episode podcast with Matt Harper and Manny Lane. Those two talk about movies that shape their childhood. <coughs> Every Wednesday they drop new episodes where they talk about movies that are 20 to 30 years old. They have new guests on. It's a lot of fun. They play games. It's good stuff. So follow them on your favorite podcast platform, and then you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram, too. They are also the current sponsor of Stu's Piss Breaks. And what else we got? We got uh, my boy, John Midgley. He's got a uh, magic page on Facebook. It's Magic JBM. John Badass Midgley. So go follow Magic JBM. See all the magic stuff that's going on in his life. Your life will be better off for it. So please do all of that for me. Uh, and John, before he became a magician, um, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, he uh, he was a um, bus driver. Like, not, not a city bus driver, but a school bus driver. He did that for a while, and then um, he eventually he got fired. He got fired from the job. Because, uh, you know, he was uh, just off doing all his things. You know, he's, he's dropping all the kids off at, at their home. And there was this one time where he, like, forgot to drop a kid off. And he uh, he actually, because he's really good with cards, he's kind of like a card shark, he drove to the casino in, in the fucking school bus. Kind of weird, right? That's John. That's what John does. And uh, he forgot to drop one kid off at home, so he got fired. But uh, he's making up for it by being a kick-ass magician. So follow his magic page, Magic JBM. Then we got uh, Blissful Cravings Crafts and Gifts. She can make you some pretty sweet baked goods. She can make you uh, some sweet crafts. She can do it all for you. She's very handy. She's good in the kitchen, and she's good, uh, I don't know, the, the craft room. Is that a place in your house, a craft room? She does good stuff. So go check out her Facebook page, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Uh, message the page, see what she's got for sale, buy something from her, and uh, there we go. Then we got uh, the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. That is a gourmet donut shop. Who doesn't like a good gourmet donut shop? I've been trying to find just regular donuts. Like I, I like a good jelly donut. I like a good custard donut. And uh, lately when I've been going to the grocery store, Meyer has been letting me down. They haven't had any. It sucks. But uh, go check out the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. Uh, hit the like button on their Facebook page. And then if you ever get down to Dallas, go check them out if you could. And then last but not least, my boy, Adam House and my girl, Stephanie, they eat coleslaw every Sunday. And they do it on their page, The Sunday Slaw. They do Facebook Lives of it. And uh, you can follow along, see if they give you the A or the nay. And uh, So if you live on the east side of Michigan, uh, let them know where they can get some good coleslaw. Lately, they've been eating a lot of bad coleslaw. They haven't been liking what they've been eating. So go like their page, The Sunday Slaw. And then Adam also sits on the board of Alex's Arcade. And I'll be participating in the golf outing they're having on September 11th. Never forget... The golf outing happening on September 11th. It's in Macomb County. It's over there near Detroit. Uh, it's 100 bucks to, to play, but you also get uh, a hot dog at the turn. You get a steak meal at the end. You can win some door prizes. I think there's probably like a silent auction. It's going to be 
a lot of fun. So go uh, go like their page to Alex's Arcade on Facebook or go to alexsarcade.org and find out all the information about uh, playing on in that golf outing. I got my foursome. We've already paid. I'm going to make shirts. So um, go do that too. And that's it, everybody. I will be back tomorrow for the Patreon. You guys should consider subscribing to the Patreon. I'm giving away some free shit this, uh, this coming week. So uh, there we go. So uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Okay, bye.